You're listening to the Mama Is Well podcast, where women share their stories about motherhood, pregnancy, birth, and womanhood. I'm your host, Joanna Penn. Thank you for joining me. On today's episode, Kaniqua tells us about the birth of her daughter on a military base in the DMV area. Welcome Hi. to the Mama Is Well podcast. Thank you. you. I am doing well. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> no so, problem. I want to start with uh, you just telling us a little bit about yourself and your family. Okay. So, my name is Kaniqua Howell. Um, I am married <laughs> uh, to my husband, Yoel Howell. We have one daughter. Her name is Ryan. Um, we are from Jersey, uh, living in uh, the DMV area currently. Um, a little more about me. I am. I specialize in social media management, uh, specialing. Um, I work for Apartments.com, where I'm a social media specialist currently, but I also have my own business. Um, I do uh, social media management for small businesses or, you know, businesses in general. So if you know anyone, if, you know, anyone's interested, uh, my Instagram name is Kaniqua Monet. Um, and I'm pretty sure we'll give you a little more <laughs> information about that where you guys can follow me, um, follow my journey. I share a lot about motherhood, marriage and everything like that on my social media platforms. Um, so you can follow me there. Nice. Thank you so much. Okay. So um, first, I'm just going to ask you about your pregnancy. So how was your pregnancy with Ryan? So uh, to give you guys a little background story. So um, and this, so I actually started like blogging and started my social media platform because of my pregnancy and my marriage and everything. So basically, before I got pregnant, I was having like um, some complications, um, just, you know, a, a bunch of stuff going on um and I had went to the doctors and my doctor at the time actually told me that you know if I was which I, so when I was going back and forth to the doctors like I get ovarian cysts a lot um they were even saying you know uh, me possibly having fibroids um okay. so when I uh, first went uh to the doctor and I got, I had to go back and forth like for the for like two months and my doctor at the time basically told me, she was like, you know, if you were trying to get pregnant, because that's what I was worried about. I'm like, I have all this stuff going on. I wasn't trying to get pregnant at that time. And I'm like, if I was, like, would, would I be able to? And she told me at the time, like, you know, honestly, um, if you were trying to get pregnant right now, I don't really see that happening. So okay. I was a little nervous. Um, yeah. I, uh, my husband was away at the time. He was in, um, I think he was in tech school. He's uh, military. So I had told him about it and this was before we were married. We were just, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. And, you know, we had made a decision. He, he said, like, do you think that we should start trying just in case it, it is complicated and we do, you know, have to wait. I mean, it, it takes a little while or you're not mm -hmm. fertile or whatever it case may be. Because my doctor was saying, like, you might have to go to like a fertility place and all of that different okay. stuff. So. Um, I was like, yeah, cool. You know, so we made the decision like, all right, you know, whatever. If it's going to take some time, we can start trying whatever, just so that we know if that is the next step, we can mm -hmm. take that step. So yeah. this was in maybe like November, we had this conversation and he was coming home for a winter break for two weeks. Long story short, he came home for those two weeks. Uh -oh. and I got pregnant like right away. Um, oh, I think wow. he left like January 3rd and I found out I was pregnant like January 6th. So we was like, wait a minute. Like, you know, technically we Whoa. were trying to have a baby, but we didn't know it was going to happen like this. Um, 
Right. So it was, you know, it was, it was, like I said, we, we were planning it, but we just were very surprised that it happened as fast as it did. Um, so yeah, so during my pregnancy from there, like that was like the only like, uh, like rough moment. Um, when I first went to the doctors, I did find out that I had an ovarian cyst, but they monitored it and everything was fine. Um, it, it, it was went there away eventually. Yeah. Oh, when okay. I first got pregnant, it was there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But eventually I think it maybe like the, by the time I got to like the second trimester, it had went away. They were monitoring it. So it was getting smaller okay. and smaller. Um, and okay, then so throughout my pregnancy, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to ask you, so that's for you, it just went away on its own. There was no like. Um, procedure or anything like that? Nope, nope. Okay. I, it just went away. Um, because, like I said, so I have a history with having ovariances. So, okay. like, they're really, really painful. Um, and so when I got pregnant, I found out, like, I would have, like, a lot of abdominal pain when I get them and everything. Oh, so okay. when I got pregnant and they did my first ultrasound, they told me, like, yeah, you have an mm-hmm. ovarian cyst. It is a little mm-hmm. big. Um, okay. But we just want to monitor it. You know, don't don't, you know, go crazy, like, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, but we will just monitor and let you know how it goes. So okay. the next time we, we, they looked at it, it had went away, so everything was fine. So, like I said, the before getting pregnant and that just the ovarian cyst situation, I think that that was, like, the only thing that was complicated throughout my pregnancy. Um, from there, it was beautiful like I had like you know the best pregnancy ever um in a sense of like carrying her and like you know just pains and different things like that it wasn't until the end obviously you know the last few weeks or whatever when things get a little your whole body's hurting and everything is (laughs) that's when it was a little um you know regular just painful ready to ready for this to be over type of situation okay um the only thing that I went through, you know, personally, and like I said, this, my pregnancy is the reason why I started blogging is because mm-hmm. I was had like, I had like an emotional breakdown, um, family wise. So I grew up and okay. never, I didn't really have a relationship with my father. Um, well, I didn't have one at all with my father. Um, okay. and my, my, me and my mother's relationship had, you know, was, was very rocky growing up. And so for me thinking about, bringing another child into this world without having that relationship with my mom that was something that I that I was dealing with a lot and then just being newlywed me and my husband ended up eloping and and getting married when I was I think three four months four or five months pregnant um so yeah so like that was the, the complication for me and just trying to stay positive and trying to stay healthy and not let that affect you know me and my pregnancy the good thing is me and my like I, you know, I was in love, you know, still, um, you know, I love my husband and he definitely has made from my pregnancy, you know, even now, uh, just thinking about the relationship. So, so during that time, it was me thinking about the relationship that I didn't have. And I, and my thoughts were like, how the heck am I going to bring another child into this world? And I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't have anything to teach her from what I was taught. Yeah. You know, so my parents or think- just go ahead. I was going to say, I think that a lot of um, emotions come up when you're pregnant because your yes. hormones are also changing. So it brings up things from your childhood and your past. And it's, but it's almost like it's, it's giving us a way to start dealing with those things absolutely. for our children. It, right? Absolutely. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That is exactly. And, and that's exactly what it was. So for me, it's like, you know, 
you've been through all of this stuff as a child and yeah, you know, you never had this relationship and you were fine. And technically, you know, I was fine, but I also had times where I was like, dang, you know, I wish, you know, whatever, whatever. And this was before pregnancy, but during it um, and just thinking like, wow, like I'm, I'm about to bring a child into this world. And like, you know, Mm -hmm. I have to protect her and, and I have to teach her things and she has to learn from me. And it was things that I didn't, you know, know, or just had to learn on my own. And that's pretty much why I created my platform. You know, for me, it was, and even with being a newlywed and, and getting married, I didn't witness a lot of um, successful marriages. So for me, it was like, okay, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's the first thing to be in a wife. I don't know the first thing to be in a mother. You know, I don't have that relationship with my mom to be like, oh, mom, you know, or I learned this from my mom. So this is what I got to teach my daughter. So for me, it was like, instead of using that as, oh my God, what am I going to do? We're stressing about it, you know, turn it around and use your story as your motivation to, to change what and create your own life for you and your I family. love it. I love so, it. So yeah, yeah, so it was, it, was, it was pretty much like, you know, you're now like, just look at looking at it as you have a fresh start. You can you can literally start your life and 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 create whatever it is that you want to create with your family. Like, and so you can do that. Create your family, yeah. you know, your family traditions, and 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 do things your way. You and your husband figure out how you want to raise your family and how you want things to be. And and yeah. you know, and and that's what you can do for you and your family. So I created my platform just to show people, you know, to share my experiences and, and let people know that we all go through things, but you have to use those things um, mm-hmm. to create the, the life that you want and just sharing different resources that I've learned, you know, sharing things that I create for my family and just different ways we're navigating and building our own support systems. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that's pretty much why. <laughs> I, I just love that. You know, so many people are in your same shoes. So you're right connecting i mean social media can be crazy sometimes but then there's yeah. also times where it really can be helpful and you can actually make connections with other Seriously, people i have made so yeah. many like especially being a mom and being a wife like people mm-hmm. that i've never met in person before like i've talked to them and you know chat with them and there's just been so many people that i've met you know through my social media platforms mm-hmm. um that I would literally consider as a support system if I needed to yeah. talk to them about some, you know, motherhood, whatever it is. I yeah. there are a few people that I would literally reach out to that I met just by sharing my story online. That's cool. I I have a visitor here <laughs> <laughs> who wants to say hello. Hi. This is Sebastian. Hi, Sebastian. Hi. He's so hi. cute. Say hi, Miss Kinnikwood. <laughs> hi. Hi, cutie. <laughs> Okay, so um, the take me to the birth. Take me to the birth of your daughter. Okay. Yeah. Hey. So wow. So we were. So it's crazy. So last year, well, it was. Well, we had her in 2018. So okay. that year in September, it was like a hurricane coming, and we actually had to evacuate from our home. So oh, we had wow. to go to Jersey to my mother-in-law's house, and literally, okay. it was like. We went the 12th or the 13th, I think. I just remember I was, so I was due on the 22nd. So yeah, we went on the 11th because it was like 11 or 12 days before my due date. Okay. So it was a hurricane and, you know, they say like, oh, when storms happen, you know, that bring on your labor, that makes your labor. So we were in Jersey and 
I was, I don't know if I was having like Braxton Hicks or just some kind of pain. Mm -hmm. So I ended up having to go to the hospital out there. And I just knew, I was like, I know we're going to end up having her in Jersey. I know we're going to end up having her out here. Uh Um, But we actually, we went and they were like, no, you're not dilated at all. You know, whatever, whatever. So Mm -hmm. at that point, we're like, this baby has to come. Like, I'm over it. I'm tired of being pregnant. Like, she needs to come on. Um, So we were just out there. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was just so worried. I'm like, what if we're driving back home? And I, like, go into late, you know, just thinking of all kinds of things. I was you know, I'm a first time mom, so I yeah. don't really know how things work. Obviously, labor don't usually happen that fast, you know. Yeah. So, and you don't and have your, I, whoever you saw at ex- home, right? Like exactly, your we just we was at a completely new uh, hospital. Okay, you know whatever. So she didn't end up coming. Came back home. Um. So the night. So it was the, the night of the 18th. It had to be the 18th because, yeah, I had it on the 19th. So at like 10 o'clock, 10 p.m., I'm, I'm just like, I just really want her to come. Like, I'm just over it, like so over being pregnant. I have yeah. bought like one of those yoga balls. Um, so I'm like, I told my husband, I said, let's go to the gym. So we had like a gym in our, in our complex. So we went to the gym. I was on a treadmill, walking, walking. We're walking oh, on the yeah. treadmill, came back inside. I'm bouncing on the ball, just doing all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, I just need her to come or whatever. So, like, 11-something, I started having contractions. But okay. it wasn't, there wasn't painful at all. They were like, but they were coming every yeah. two to five minutes. So, I'm thinking, like, bro, this is not, if this is contractions, like, I'm good. Like, this is not, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be So, fine. you're back, like, you're back home, right? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we came back okay. home. Yep, we came and, back and, home. And, and, how many weeks are you now at this? Literally, at this, uh, it's today is the 18th. I'm due on the 22nd. So I'm a couple days. Okay. From my, from oh, my, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I'm on the ball. You know, we're bouncing on the ball. So I'm having the three, the, the contractions every three or five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, they are like, it's not painful at all. But I had I downloaded this app that basically you press start when your contractions start and stop mm-hmm. and you keep doing it. And it tells you like how frequency they're coming, oh, how fun. frequently they're coming and they're yeah. coming pretty frequently. So I'm like, OK, um, so my husband, he's like, I'm tired. I'm getting in the bed. He's like, you know, if you keep having these contractions, let me know um, by 12 o'clock. If, if you're still if it's still happening, we're going to go to the hospital. So me, I'm like, I'm oh. not going to the hospital because I already know you know, this can't be real labor. And I'm like, if I end up going to the hospital, I'm going to be, I'm going to be annoyed if we got to come back home because they're not going to admit me, you know, da, 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 da. So I end up uh, getting in the bed and I'm like trying to sneak in the bed. So he didn't wake up and no, but I ended up staying up, staying on the ball. It's like one o'clock now. So one o'clock in the morning. So I get in the bed and as I'm laying down, he woke up and he was like, are you still having contractions? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what is wrong with you? Like, I told you to let me know by 12 o'clock. Let's go. We're going. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So we ended up going to the hospital. Um, we get there and we just went into like the triage and they were like, you're not, you know, you're literally, you're closed. You're not dilated at all. Oh, so okay. they were like, you are having contractions, but they're not active labor contractions. So you just okay. go back home. You know, rest a little bit mm-hmm. because you're literally not dilated at all. So I'm like, huh, this is exactly why I didn't want to come here. So now I'm mad. I'm like, I told you I didn't want to come. 
Yeah. So we went back home and they were like, trust me, when you are having contractions, you'll know they're contractions. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, so I go, I come back home and then now I'm mad. So now I'm like, I'm going to sleep because, you know, yeah. I'm not even, obviously this baby not coming. I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. I lay down. 20 minutes later, I woke up screaming. I was, I was screaming. Wow. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, this is what they were talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, these are these contractions they're talking about. So I got up, but still I'm like, I'm not going back to the hospital because they won't admit you until you're like six centimeters dilated. So I'm like, I'm not, it doesn't make sense for me to be there trying to walk around the hospital. I'm going to just do some stuff home. Mm-hmm. But I was in the contractions were coming every three to five minutes, but they were painful. So uh-huh. I like sat down, like I took a bath, I took a hot shower. I laid in the bath. They, they were mm-hmm. still coming. You know, I sat on the toilet and I was just laying there and I'm laying there. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting on the toilet actually. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm crying at this point. And I'm like, I just can't do this. And, and Yoel, he's like, let's go. He was like, we're going, like, this is ridiculous. Like, something has to be going on for you to be in this much pain. This is ridiculous. Let's go. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So we come, um, so we end up going back. And I got there and I was three centimeters dilated. And they oh. were like, oh my God, mind you, we had just left. It, it had only been like, we, it had only been like a few hours. Um, so like, basically I was dilating one centimeter every hour. Okay. So they, so they let me stay. Hold on one second. Okay. We have a visitor also. Okay. <laughs> so they let me stay. Um, close this one, Ryan. Close this one. There you go. So they let me stay because they were like, um, well, we're going to see if we can admit you early because if you mm-hmm. go back home at how quickly you're dilated, you'll, you know, you'll be sent six centimeters and the baby is going to come. Yeah. So they, um, they admitted me. They let me stay. Um, and from there, it was just my, it was going. Like I, every hour, literally, I was one centimeter um, dilated. I, it just was happening so fast. Um, so I ended up so... I was having contractions and I ended up, I did get the epidural, but only because I kept worrying about her coming out. So like my contractions wasn't horrible. My contractions wasn't horrible, but um, they like, I just kept thinking like, oh, I don't know if I want to have her naturally. I was so scared. I'm like, it's going to hurt too bad. It's going to hurt too bad. So let me just get the epidural now. Yeah. So from there, I got the epidural. How many centimeters were you at that point? When I got the epidural, yeah, okay. I got it. At... Look, say hi. Hey, how are you? Say hi. Hi. Say hi. Okay. She's not feeling it. <laughs> right. Um. So I got the. I got it when I was like seven centimeters, I think, because oh. I was just like, I'm like, the contractions aren't bad. I kept going back and forth. I'm like, contractions, they're here, but I know, like, mm-hmm. I can put in my mind, they're not going to be here forever. So, like, I'll okay. be fine. But yeah. all I kept thinking about was when I have to push her out, Okay, it might be too painful. So I'm going to just get this epidural now so it can help for that part. Okay. So I ended up getting epidural and it was still going. So my, my mother-in-law, um, we had to call them because, like I said, everything was happening so fast. Mm-hmm. So it's now like seven or something and more. So as soon as we got up, we called my sister. She was in Boston and we called my mother-in-law and her and my brother-in-law were in um, Jersey. So she took, okay. went to pick my brother-in-law up and just started driving down. And my sister booked the flight. Then, you know, she found a flight. And oh. so they're both on their way at the same time. 
So yeah. while I'm in the room, while I'm in the room, um, in the bed at this point, I had got the uh, epidural. We were on, you know, we're, we're military, so we was on a base. So we had to, no, Ryan, we had to, um, we had to pretty much sign, like, you know, nobody can just go on to the base if you're, if you don't have a military ID, you have to sign them on. Okay. So Yoel had to go get them. They ended up getting to the get into the base at the same time. My sister from okay. Boston and my mother-in-law from Jersey. So I don't getting, just to it, just to clear uh, clarify, is the hospital on the military base? Yes, the the hospital oh. that we have. Yep. We, we so have you live too. there as well, or no? Mm-mm. We live oh. off base, so we had oh. to drive to the base. But we we live pretty close, so we live like oh. six or seven minutes away. Oh, okay. So, yeah, right. so we had to yeah. drive to the base. Yeah, so, but okay. you can't get on base unless you have a military ID. Okay. So, they got there at the same time. I'm in the bed, you know, just going through, you know, going through the motions, just, yeah. you know, chilling. And Yoel had to go to the gate to get them because he had okay. to sign them into the, into, on the base so that they can stay um, okay. and come see, you know, to, to be there. Mm-hmm. So, while he was gone, my water broke. Mm, and okay. when my water broke, I was in a room by myself, and I just heard uh-huh. something. I just heard, I just felt it like something pop, and I was like, "Oh my!" I called the nurse, and when yeah. they checked, Ryan had, um, she had pooped. Oh, meconium. yeah, so meconium. Okay. Yep. So, so she, so they were explaining to me. They're like, you know, um, just letting you know, like this just means like when she comes out, she might be a little dull. She might, um, you know, she might not cry right away, you know, so we just okay. have to, like, we're going to have to bring the NICU in here just to make sure that she's okay. They're, they're going to have to clear her out, you know, clear her, her airways out and everything just to make sure that she's okay. Um, so from there, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, and now, you know, when your water break, I'm thinking, okay, she's, I was already seven, seven centimeters dilated. My water mm-hmm. finally broke. So I'm like, she's about to come. Like, I already know. And I'm in the room by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, what if... What if you're well, like, uh, Mr. Mr. Birds, like all this stuff is just going on. So I called him and I'm like, you have to come back, come back now. You have to come back. So yeah. I'm like, oh, my water just broke. I don't know. You know, and I'm trying to explain to him what's going on. Yeah. Um, he's like, all right, I'm coming. So he's like running, like literally running. Like when he got into the room, he was, he was sweating. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh. mind you, I still had some time to go, but I was just so scared. Right. So now he's in a room. And I think the next time they came back in here, they were like, all right, we want to check you again. We're going to check you again. And they checked and they were like, oh, my God, her head is right here. You're ready to push. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so, like I said, everything, it was like literally my labor was going so like it ha- it was so fast. And so from there, like you can just see in your wall's eyes. He was just nervous. He was just looking like, I don't know, like, what am I, su- what am I supposed to do? Like, you know, um, so he was just freaking out. And then my mother-in-law, and my sister, they hadn't gotten there yet. Um, so they're like, all right, you ready to push? Let's go get the, we're going to go get the, um, the doctor. So they're, everybody's coming in the room, coming in the room. And, um, as I'm pushing, I'm pushing her out. My mother-in-law and my sister walks in like while I'm, so they made it like just in time for her to come out. Okay. Um, Did you plan for them to be in the room, in the delivery room with you? So I think, and and I, so my mother-in-law, I'm pretty sure because she was closer, like I obviously wanted all of my sisters to be there. Um, okay. if they could have been, um, but my older sister that she's like the mom, she's like, I'm not missing it. Literally. Like I uh, said, she flew from Boston, found a ticket. So she wasn't yeah. playing around. So oh, she was wow. her, like my sisters and my mother-in-law were definitely the ones that I wanted to be in there. So it was awesome <laughs> to have her like make it, you know, at least her yeah. 
make it in time. Um, and then literally from there, my other sisters drove down and they were here like at my house by the time I got home okay. um, the, the next few days. So basically, so we had her. Um, she didn't cry right away. So I'm crying because I'm like, I don't hear her. You know, is it's, mm. it's everything okay? So like, I was like so emotional. And then um, they finally cleared her out. And then I heard her crying. And then I'm like, oh my God, that's it's really my baby. And then she's crying and crying. Oh, goodness, hold on for one second. She just dropped her chips. Do you hear her? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Ryan. <laughs> so yeah so um they, so we had her um everything like i said everything was was good after we had her after she starts start after she started crying um and then so then i had the the breastfeeding so it was yeah. i was having trouble with her latching at first because um they were trying to say she was tongue-tied and it was just so painful like in the beginning, my breastfeeding journey was like, oh my gosh, it was so stressful. Yeah. Um, to the point, like every time it was time to feed her, I would cry. Like, do I really have to do that? But that breastfeeding was the one thing that I knew that I wanted to do. Like, that was the one thing I was like, I really want to breastfeed. I really want to experience that. Um, and like I said, I think it goes back to me and the relationship. You know, I didn't have with my mom. It was so important for me because I'm like, you know, that's what you hear. You hear like breastfeeding is a great way for you or your baby to bond. And I'm like, at this point, anything that I can do to have this relationship with my kid is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and that, so that was like, I don't care how bad it hurts. Whatever happens, mm-hmm. I have to, you know, stick with with my breastfeeding journey and really do it. So, um, I. I, like I said, it was it was painful. Um, I had like the lactation specialist had to come in and help me, um, and then we ended up switching into you know the room where we would be for the for the two days, okay. and we're in there, um, and we ended up having to like I had so I had to take a tube like that really skinny tube and give her like uh, some formula. Um, hold on for one second, Ryan. You can't okay. keep coming in and out, mommy, because you're gonna hurt yourself. I'll do. Sorry. Um, so yeah, so I had to like stick a tube on the side of my boob while my yeah. while I was breastfeeding her, and I had to put formula in there, um, so that she can get uh, some of both because they were trying to say that she wasn't eating enough. Um, so in the beginning, I had to end up doing that. I pumped a little bit in the hospital. Uh, and so from there, we are like, like I said, everything's, everything's good. We're ready to go home. So this is the second day. We're packed up. Me and my husband ready. They're just, we're just waiting for the doctor to come in, discharge us. So they come back and they're like, oh, well, we're sorry to tell you that her blood sugar is low. And you guys can't, like, we can, we can um, discharge you, mom, but the baby has to stay. She basically had to get picked. Or like, um, she, they had to take her blood every few uh-huh. hours to make sure her blood sugar was low and she had to have three counts before she could go home. So they had to be able okay. to do that three times every few, you know, every few hours. So uh-huh. now I'm crying. And then they were saying it was something with her heart um, uh-huh. that they had to look at. Like they, so I'm now I'm like, bawling. I'm like, this is crazy. Like what is going on? Yeah. Um, so 
me and my husband, like, we're annoyed because we were, like, so ready to get out of the hospital. We were tired of the, you mm-hmm. know, nurses waking us up in the middle of the night to make sure she was up. We were just over, and we we're like, finally, we can go yeah. home mm-hmm. and, you know, don't have to keep waking up on this, you know, in throughout the night or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we ended up having to stay another day. Um, so I was technically discharged, but she wasn't. So I had to keep breastfeeding her um, mm-hmm. and supplementing uh, just so that her blood sugar count can go up. Okay. They did it every couple hours, and then finally the next day we were able to go home. Um, oh. And then I would say once we got home, everything got better. Um, but the breastfeeding, yeah. like literally, it just it was awesome. Like just so great to be home at that point. Oh, that's good. You were more comfortable, more relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, for real. So, um, how was your postpartum period? Like how, I mean, I guess the, the weeks and months, despite her birth. And and I always think about that because like, obviously I I feel like now, like being in the space where I am now, now I realize that I was going through some postpartum, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like depression in a sense, because I just would think back to times where I felt like you know, I'm just doing, like, I'm doing everything, you know, I'm not, I, I didn't, I feel like I, I kind of lost myself in a sense where it was like, everything was just about the baby, the baby this, the baby that, I wasn't doing things for myself, I couldn't do much for myself, um, and then in the very, very beginning when I was breastfeeding, I was feeling like I'm doing everything on my own because I started giving her the bottle so late that, um, it was kind of hard for her to take to a bottle at first until we found a bottle that worked for her. Okay. Um, but like when she woke up in the middle of the night, we wasn't giving her a bottle. So it was just, it was me. Like I yeah. had to wake up to feed her um, mm-hmm. because I just had, I was just breastfeeding her. So I think that yeah. in those moments, I was just like, uh, this is like crazy. Like, you know, I can't do anything. I, I even like, I breastfed for 13 months. Oh, so even after, oh mama, like yeah. <laughs> even after it was just like I really can't, like I don't, I've just felt like I didn't have control over my body because I can't, you know, yeah. eat what I want. I can't just get my time without having to come yeah. back to feed her or just you know different things like that. So I think that in those moments I was like, oh no, I'm fine, everything is good, you know, I'm happy, you know, I have my baby. Um, but it was just certain moments that I think back to where I was like, I probably wasn't okay. You know, like I, it wasn't I what I hard. thought it was. Yeah. yeah. I think it's difficult for most women. Did you have any help? Like, did your family stay for um, a few weeks to help so you? That's the, that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. So when we first, when I first, my, I think my mother-in-law, they kind of left immediately um, because she like literally, we, this was unexpected. So she just took off from work and drove straight down. She came, for, yeah. saw the baby, and then the next day, I think, or you know, she she was only there for like a a day or so because my my brother in law he had to go back to to school. She had work, so they okay. had, would have had to take like take the actual time off. And because yeah. everything happens so fast, they didn't get a chance to do that. Right. Um, my sister, she ended up staying. I think we gave birth to Ryan on like a Wednesday or something. So one of my sisters ended up staying until like Sunday. Okay. Um, and then I, two of my sisters and my other my other brother in law, uh, they 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 stayed for a few days too. But I have a niece, like my my youngest sister, she has a daughter, and my niece is she, she's three now. Um, but when Ryan came, she was still like one or she was like one, um, about oh. to be two. 
So she was in like super baby mode because Ryan was getting all the attention. So she was had me going crazy because she was crying. And I was just like, she was crying more than Ryan. And I'm like, this kid um, has to go because I'm already stressed out. I'm tired. Yeah. You know, she's screaming, yeah. crying. So just waking Ryan up. And when she wakes up, she wants to be on the boob. And I don't want to breastfeed her because I'm in pain, you know. Yeah. So like in the beginning, so those, so that was really rough. But they ended up leaving just a few days. So from there, it was just me and well. So it's like, you think about, yeah. you know, you had just had this baby and they send you home and it's just you and your husband and y'all don't know what y'all doing. <laughs> you know, yeah. so like, just trying to figure it out. And then um, we're so far away from family. So it's not like we can just be like, hey, somebody please come get this kid so me and my husband can go out and, or, you know, just so y'all can stay with Yoel and the baby and I can go out. So we didn't get yeah. that for a while after having Ryan. Okay. So it was just yeah. us. So I think that that's another thing that played into it. Like, even for me and him, you know, we he couldn't get his own time. I couldn't get my own time. We couldn't get our, our time together. Um, yeah. And on top of that, we had just had a, a new baby. So it was like, I feel like it, it was a lot. And once again, mm -hmm. I think that in those times, we were pretty much like, oh, no, you know, we're okay. This is fine. But yeah. it took some time for us to realize, like, no, this is, we need, we need some yeah. time. Like, we yeah. need you know, some time away to ourselves, you know, right. individually, like we need some time. Yeah. It's difficult for the whole family. Like it's an adjustment yeah. for everybody, not just the mm -hmm. mother, you know, it's, it's everything. It's the father, it's the relationships. It's right. The whole family. Oh, wow. And then Thank you got this brand new baby here. She's yeah. probably like, who are these people? And What's going on? You know, I want what yeah. I want. And for just sure. us no, not knowing what we're doing, just feeling like, we have to, you know, go above and beyond mm -hmm. or really, really do whatever yeah. it is that we need to do because we don't know how she's feeling or what she's going through or yeah. whatever. Things about that little right, little story, right? <laughs> Even story. now. Oh, wow. I know, Even right? Now. <laughs> the center. Um, now she's just so, running around telling us what to do. Of course, the boss, right? <laughs> right. The, my father-in-law always says that the little ones are the boss. Yes, <laughs> yes. that is true. But um, thank you for sharing. Your story i love no it problem. is there anything else that you wanted to add um or just let let viewers know like was there anything that helped you uh prepare for birth like did you read anything or take any classes maybe oh yeah so we took like a lamaze class which i honestly don't think that i applied that doing okay. um labor but yeah. i think that just doing it especially with my husband was really cool um we also, I also did a breastfeeding class, which I was able to learn like a lot of facts, a lot of, you know, reasons why breastfeeding was even important. And I love that, like I said, because I really wanted to breastfeed. So yeah. that was like really cool for me. Um, nice. Reading during pregnancy, the only book I really had was like a baby name book. <laughs> um, I don't think that I read anything like as like for pregnancy. I, I had a few books, but I don't think I, I actually, I didn't really, I think I was like a little nervous. Um, and I'm like, you know, everybody's story, everybody's experience is different. Um, but I was also a little nervous at first to give birth. So I didn't want to see it and like really read into it yeah. and learn about it. Cause I'm like, this might freak me out. So maybe I need yeah. to just, you know, let things flow yeah. and just let it go yeah, <laughs> and I'll sense. find out when it, when I, when it's time to get there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like each, that's what I love. Like every woman's different. Like some people, they want to see everything about birth every video yeah. every story but some people don't want to hear anything and it's like you have to 
just feel your intuition telling you, like your intuition told you, stay away from the yes. you know, the stories, the books, questions. the videos. Yeah, like I like my little sister. I would ask, and and not even really during my pregnancy. This was just that day that I was like the day before I had Ryan. I was like, "But well, what happened with you? Because this is happening with me. Like, is this okay? Is this normal kind of thing?" Just because yeah. I'm like not knowing if I was going to go into labor soon. But, but besides that, I didn't really care to know too much about um, what was going to happen or what happened okay. because yeah. I just wanted to just experience it as it as it happened. Right. Okay. Well, thank you so much again, Kuniqua, for coming on the podcast. And um, so again, I know you talked a little bit in the beginning, but just let our listeners know where they can find you on the internet. Um, so I am on Instagram at Kuniqua, K-E-N-N-I-Q-U-A, Monet, M-O-N-A, is spelled uh, like Mona. Um, and pretty much everywhere else. My website is KuniquaMonet.com, Facebook, okay. Kuniqua Monet. So literally Everything is Kaniqua Monet. Okay, cool. That makes it easier. Find you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. So no have a problem. Good day. You All too. Right. Thank you. Okay. All righty. To keep up with the release of new episodes, follow at Mama Is Well on Instagram. That's M A M A I S W E L L. If you're interested in sharing your story or if you want to get in touch, please contact me at mamaiswell at gmail.com. Sending love. Bye.